coming up on The Kim Gravel Show. Y'all listen to me. People are cheap and chintzy with their words of encouragement. And, they, and they're spendy and gluttony with their words of hate and negativity. Flip that script. You need to be the complete opposite. All of us need to be the complete opposite of what I just said. This is the Cumbin Show. Let's just go on and spill the tea. This is one of the realest persons I've ever met. My mission is to encourage every single woman. We're here to lift y'all up. There's no one more effective than moms. You mess with the bull, you gonna get the horns. I need coffee, I need Jesus, and I need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) If you can bring a smile to people's faces, why would you not? True confidence is knowing who you are and why you're here. Hey y'all, it's Kim Gravel here. And I got a question for you. Are you ready to level up your life? Are you tired of having all the self-doubt? Well, if you are, I've got a confidence quiz you've got to take because no matter where you are in the journey of your life, right now is where you start to be everything you were meant to be. So head on over to KimGravel.com to find out how confident you really are. Let's go. Hey y'all. Kim Gravel here, and you're watching The Kim Gravel Show. And this season, we're going to be leveling up our lives. We're going to be stepping into our purpose with confidence, and we're going to do it together. Um, You know, just real quick, have you told anybody about The Kim Gravel Show? If you haven't, we would appreciate you letting people know because we just want to bring that love, light, joy, and confidence into everybody's life. Um, We've got this week, we're going to be talking about stories from the book launch. I can't believe it, Zach. We've launched a book. It was like birthing five babies all at once. You did it, Kim. The book is out. How does it feel? I can't, I don't even know what day it is. It has been so busy. (laughs) It's been such a blessing. And the biggest blessing, the, the, the best fun about it all has been just going out and meeting people. You know, I'm a people person. Like, I, writing a book is great and going to media is fun and all that. But when it comes down to it, I love to talk, eat, and laugh. And that is what <laughs> I have been doing on this book tour. <laughs> That's it. That's, I oh my think. God, I've met so many people. I can't, I mean, like people that I've like just chatted with online or that are just QVC and they've asked me questions on my social media. Because believe it or not, y'all, I'm so rickrack. All my DMs, I'm answering them. Like, I am a person, I sit at night and just go say, hey, girl, I love that lipstick. I mean, like, I'm sitting here talking to everybody. That and Amy, you know, it's just our little small team, Zach. You do. Yep. I you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so it's, that's what I've loved to do. That's so much fun. All right. Let me brag on you for a second, though. Let me brag on you because you're not going to say right. it yourself. So what? your book, Collecting Confidence, yeah. is now yeah. on Publishers Weekly's bestseller list. Wall Street I Journal bestseller be- list. I can't believe it. You are a best-selling author. I can't. Well, listen, that is just a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, five out of five stars on Amazon, 4.9 out of five on Goodreads, five out of five on Barnes & Noble website. Wow. People love the book. It's amazing. We are getting uh, so I- many emails from folks saying like, I'm reading it. I love the book. I love the show. It's it's incredible. Well, Thank y'all. That is up. That is because everyone has bought it and supported it, and I appreciate it. And honestly, you know, um, I I didn't write it to be successful. That's not why I wanted to write a book. Was not to be a best selling author or sell a bunch of books. And um, 
I really wrote it because I truly believe, well, I don't believe, I know. See, there's some things I know. And there's some things like, yeah, I believe, you know, because I belief is very important. I'm not saying it's not important, but you can't tell me what I do and do not know. And I think that is that is what's missing in people's lives. It's where they you gotta know in the knower. Mm-hmm. You got to know it deep within that you are Fearfully and wonderfully made. I got. I got to tell a quick story before we dive in. Um, okay. You know how things just come to me when we start talking. <laughs> um, my son, my oldest son, and he hates it when I use him as he's like, "Mom, really?" You know, all my friends, all my, you know. But I have to do this because he's he's in he's almost sixteen. He'll be sixteen in June, and he's walking through that moment, the moments of life where you're really just trying to figure out, okay, am I cool? Am I this? I don't, I'm not, I don't look this certain way. I don't, act, you know what I'm saying? Like you're trying to find your fit. Um, yep. And then high school's the worst. So all my young girls that are in high school that are listening to this or or will get a glimpse of this, high school is so lame. <laughs> it's lame. Let me tell you what you need to do in high school. Study your tail off, get good grades, work on yourself, work out, get healthy, find out what you're talented at, do it. If it's, sport, if it's sports, great, but don't, don't, don't put all the pressure on yourself. You're going to be some NBA player or some big old baseball player or whatever. Do sports, have fun, work hard, but work on yourself. If I could tell anybody that when they're that in between that, like 16 to even like 30 years old, work on yourself. And so that's what I've been trying to tell my son. And of course, I'm like the dumbest, most ignorant person on the planet to both my kids right now. And so... <laughs> It's the truth. Y'all know what I'm saying as parents. You're just, you're a total idiot till they get to about 25. And and you'll, you, you're going to be the same way, Zach, with the girls. They're going to think the same thing. Oh, yeah. And no, then, I feel like a total idiot all the time. So that's, that's going to fit really well. <laughs> like, not only do I, they think I, I feel like it. I but, feel like um, it. Yeah, I, I embody it. We have Coach Lane. I shouldn't say this on this podcast, but I love you, Coach Lane. But he's not one of those teachers that's just like, you know, it's hit or miss with these kids. They're half, sometimes they're not paying attention. I'm not cutting down Coach Lane, but he's a coach who's a teacher. That's all I'm going to say, okay? okay? And so, you know, Bo is really trying to keep his grade point average up in high school. Well, I'm trying to keep his grade point average up in high school. And so, you know, and I'm a type A person. I'm like, listen, if you're going to do it, do it and do it well. So anyway, I go out of town for the book tour. And so I leave them with Travis. Okay, now my husband is brilliant. He, you know this, Zach. You talk to Travis a lot. He's a yep. smarty McTarney. He's he a he's a very abstract thinker. He's not a limited thinker, meaning he can dream it up in his head and he can make it high. I mean, he really is. And that I love him for. But he's also this free spirit. And so when I'm out of town, y'all, they're swinging from the chandeliers. <laughs> Is that literal, Kim? Like, did you get home and there were like ropes hanging Nothing, from the ceiling? I, everything's broke. Nothing's clean. I oh mean, it's gosh. just, and I'm a clean freak. I'm an organized. I mean, like I have, and not because I'm OCD, because um, I can't function because I'm ADD, right? And your house is always so clean when I, it, like, you know, when I go to pet, your house. You know, that's my pet peeve. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my thing where if it's not, I can't focus, you know, because I have yeah. ADHD, not OCD. So okay. I get home and Bo has made two sixties 
in world geography. Now, world geography is not a tough class, right? Okay. But he's I just mean, farting around. He's not trying to put the effort. I lose it. You know how I do, Zach. I'm like, what in the world? Blah, blah, blah. So I sat him down last night and I said, let me tell y'all something. I mean, I sat him, Travis, and Blanton down. I said, we're going to finish strong this school year because we've got like 12 days left. Yeah, I said, it's and I said you've got straight A's. You're in National Honor Society and you're blowing it because you're being a doof nugget in Coach Lane's class. <laughs> so this is what I tell him. This, this is what we're going to be talking about today. Okay. So I told him, I said, go in there and figure it out. He said, what do you mean figure it out? I said, go in there and negotiate your grades. He goes, what do you mean? You can't negotiate your grades. I said, oh, yes, you can. Oh, yes, you can, brother man. You better get in there and you better get Coach Lane to either give you extra credit or do a do-over or whatever you got to do because you're not going to be able to do A, B, C, and D this weekend and go fishing with Lucas if you don't negotiate your grade up. Now, watch this. What do you do? He did it. He's okay. got his grade up back up to an A. His overall grade well, now is back up to an A. What did he have to do? He had to do what? Extra credit? Like what was I it? I don't. I don't care what he had to do. I don't. I don't <laughs> care. I don't know. Okay. And that's my point. I was talking to my mom about it, and she goes, "Oh God, you wear me out, Kim." I said, "What?" She goes, "That's how you always were." She said, "You never backed down, and you never took no for an answer, ever." And I said, "No." That's not true, because I've been rejected more times than I've been accepted. Sure. I said, but when I know, if something inside of me knows that that ain't right, or that I should be doing this, or you are wrong, you can't stop me. And that's what I'm talking about with the book. That's what I'm hoping people get mm. electrified by, that you've got to know that you can do whatever you set your mind to do. If you put in the work, you have the belief system, but you've got to know. That is what I'm hoping this book is encouraging you, or at least sparking that flame, that you've got to start knowing you are created for something bigger and better. And I'm telling you, Zach, people really know they are, or they wouldn't desire it. Yeah. Like, I would not love chocolate cake if I had never tasted it once. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't even you know. what I'm saying? But you get a taste of it. Or, or you know it's there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I, I say to people, let your children travel. Let them go. Let them go and explore. Let them go and fail. Because at least they're learning and they're knowing, oh, there's more out there. Yep. I'm hoping the book is, is not just encouraging people, but it's making them understand who they are. And you say, well, Kim, how do you know? Because I know what I am. Right. And that's an edifier. Well, I just, I just know that God has put, created me for something. Mm -hmm. And he's created you for something big. Because I can tell you, you think it too small. But let's not even get there yet. Let's just get to knowing. You've got to know that. And once you know that, then nothing can stop. It, your mind will be set, your heart will be pointed in the right direction, and your passion will be ignited to do what, even if you don't know what to do, you'll know you've got something to do. I really like, you know, what you were just saying, your, your son's okay. saying, you can't negotiate your grades. And that's, that's right. a can't, right? That's like, you're like, right. think bigger always. 
That sort of seems like, right? Yes. Am I am I getting this? It's just like, yes. why yes. are you saying you can't? Why are you saying you can't? Because you can like, why can't well, you? Because he's never right? done it before. So now right. he has learned, oh, I said, everything's negotiable. And he wanted me yes. to lay it out for him and tell him how to do it. I'm like, I don't care how you do it. All I know is at 437, boop, 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 boop. Kim pulled up the grades. They were higher. I don't give a rip how you got there, brother. There you go. And I know the okay. teacher had to change them, so it wasn't something, you know, illegal yep. or, to, you know, right. unethical. Right, right. Because yep. I know he can't hack into the school computer. And I said, I well, mean, great. I said, I saw your grades went up. He goes, yeah, we worked it out. I'm like, all right, then. Okay. There you go. That's great. Go work it out, people. I will say, though, as like on the other side of that, you know, being a college professor, um, having the students that come to you and they're like, because it's always... Let me put it this way. It's, Boy, it's never the it. students who you want to come to your office hours that end up in your office hours, right? And... <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's... Oh, man, I'm going to get myself in so much trouble. It, you know, this... <laughs> no, I mean, this, you can talk... Is it... You mean, is it the overachievers that come in that you're like, please... You know, like well, no, yeah, it's like it's office. like basically it's it's the two ends of the spectrum, right? It's like there's the overachievers that like have a you know 96 and want to make it like a 97, right? Which is great, honestly, I love that. Like I you love know, that. Go for it. There's that always is kind of annoying, but I do, do love more, it, right? Yeah. But then it's like the students who just aren't trying and they want to figure out a way to yeah finagle the grade better. Like you know what? How can I do the minimum amount of effort to get? just enough and like look i get that too that's fine well there's but a as skill in like that a teacher too. you're just yeah. yeah but like for me i'm just like really can, like this like my class is a video class it's not that hard like you just need mm -hmm. to do the work just do the work you know yeah and i you know you've got to do the work to be successful for sure but i think so many people are working at the wrong things Ooh. i think i think okay. what happens is we major on the minors and we don't like I, I I tell I tell myself this all the time because I'm on this weight loss journey and y'all I've got this new product I'm sorry I hate to do a plug and I know but I mean they are a sponsor of the show but I it has like I've I've lost like seven pounds doing it for like five days it has just been such a game changer I went to bed I slept my whole night through didn't wake up once I went to bed at nine thirty and woke up at six a.m. it was just I was like. Uh, what time is it? I mean, like, because I'm an early riser, but I get up two or three times a night. Anyway, I'm not trying to do an ad right now. I'm just saying, like, a lot of times you have to do the hard work, no, no doubt, yeah. but but you have to know that you're worth doing the hard work for. Mm. Or you will not stay motivated and you will not be focused. It's that knowing it was that understanding that Bo was like, you're better than this. You're a National Honor Society student. You're not going to tank your grades just because I've been out of town for a few weeks and y'all just decided just to, you know, fluff it off. You're not doing that. You're better than that. And you know that. So go and fix your grade. The teacher knows that and you know that. Go handle your business. <laughs> and he feels so much like he's like, and then, he, and then he took his chemistry test and made like a 94 because he studied. And it's like, even just him knowing that he could go do that and be an advocate for himself, that changed his whole, that's what the, I want the book to do. Yep. If I was your best friend, I would sit there and go, look, Stacy, are you kidding me? You've got this, 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 your this, this, and this. 
And she'd be like, oh my gosh, that's what I want the book. I can't go sit with everybody, but I want the book to be able to do that for you. So I'm glad it's on uh, the charts. I'm glad people are responding to it because it's, it's truth, because you are something to brag about. You are something special. So I'm going to say it. I'm going to do the shameless plug, Kim. If what you haven't it? picked up Collecting Confidence, oh. you got to pick it up now. <laughs> it's a bestseller. I love it. I'm no, and I'm so thankful for that. But it's the truth. It's the truth. When people get a hold of, if you you would just get a hold of how fantastically, you're, is that a word? I was going to say fantastical. Yeah. yeah, fantastical. How fantastical word. you are. You you would, and, and, and I'm not saying you're perfect and you're all that in a bag of chips and you can go be a rocket scientist tomorrow. I'm not saying that. I said, I'm just saying like, when people can catch a hold of their, their uniqueness and, and that's what I'm trying to teach the boys. That's what I'm trying to, especially, especially at the age that they are, because they're trying to, oh, you know, I'm not tall enough and I'm not this and I don't look this way. And I don't look, I said, you won't look this way. You won't look this way. Some people peak in the 10th grade. Some people don't peak to the 40. Everybody's different. And people are drawn to people who know that. One of the things I learned as like a TV producer is if I walk into a place with like a ton of bravado and confidence and I'm just like, this is happening and this is happening and we're doing this and we're moving that and we're, people just go with it. Like it does, you know, it's amazing. You know, people will just follow you. If you seem like, you know what you're talking about, people will just follow you. And maybe you don't have to be a jerk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's a fake until you make it thing. I'm just like, you know, you have to know what you're doing. Right. But like, that's sort of where you're, that's where my mind is going with that. Right. It's like, right. That's, but that's a skill I had to learn. Took a long time. Took a long time. That knowing is a really key part because, Mm -hmm. because you can't even fake that. Like if somebody said to me, like somebody said would sit to, and talk to me and say, "Well, I had this happen to me one time," and someone said, "Well, you just should you shouldn't do this. This is not." And I was like, "Are you crazy?" I looked at him. I swear it was in a big meeting. I think I might have told the story once before, but I was like, "Are you stupid?" I remember saying, that. "You can say you don't like the way I talk. You can say you don't like this." But are, clearly, I know how to speak to people. You are stupid. I remember just like flat cold laying him out. Because I know. <laughs> you, now you're being stupid because now you look like an idiot because you don't know that I know. I, you, that's what I'm saying. When you know who you are and what you're, no one can tell you anything. And God bless them. I'm like, just pray. Awesome. But that's a stupid comment to make. Yeah. Because that's, you're wrong. When you know you have the confidence to say, dude, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard anybody say because <laughs> I can't talk to people. Is that what you said? And he just sat there. I remember he just sat there and was like, Ugh. Well, right, because like, you, who is he talking to? I love to run my no. mouth. That's one thing I can do. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. 
Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm getting us back on the rails, Kim. We have a whole episode today. We're doing listener questions today, and you haven't heard any of these. um, But I want to start with actually not a question, okay? I actually want to start with this because it really touched me. I think it's it's actually perfect for the transition for where we're going and what we were just talking about. So listen to this voicemail that we got a few weeks ago. Okay. Hi, Zach. My name is Patty, and I had the opportunity this morning to the podcast with Mary DeAngelis. I can't even tell you how funny and thought-provoking that program was for me today. I guess I just need to hear all those wonderful things. The confidence that they both talked about was key for me, and I decided I'm going to be trying some new things, maybe even get a hobby. But it doesn't matter if I fail or or not because I'll try. I'll just try another one because I heard her message. I can't do some things, but I can do a lot of things. The the consistent positivity uh, will always be my goal now, and I'll think about that first when I think I can't do it, and I'm all and I'm going to be trying something new, and I'm going to point myself in the, at in the mirror and say, "Never die, you dirty devil," because that just tickled me to death, and I love it. So, just wanted to thank both of them for the message and for you bringing that message to us to, to me today. And, uh, gosh, it really brightened up my day. Thank you. Oh, wow. Isn't that fantastic? It is. It's so true, though. Um, There's that word, I can't. I can't, I can't. Oh, you can. And and you will. And you will. Do you want to hear an actual question, Kim? Sure. Are you ready to be put on the spot, I guess, is the question. Does a dog pee on a fire hydrant? (laughs) All right. I'm going to give you, so I'm going to give you some categories. Do you want to do uh, a a health question? Do you want to do a family question? Or do you want to do a question about friendship? Friends, family, or health? I'm all for everything of it. You you pick the question. (laughs) All right, all right. For these questions, these all came in by email, and I actually had an AI do the voices for all of these. (laughs) Oh, we have to have an AI episode. We have to have an AI episode. Okay, yes. This stuff is next level. This is 
This stuff is crazy. I know, but, so, I don't, but I like it. I like it. And, and people are going to say, Kim, it's, you know, it's, we got to have a, have a, yeah, I love it. We need to do, okay. wait, we need to do a quick, I just want to do a quick aside with you for a second on AI. Do you okay. think AI is like a good thing, a bad thing? Is it scary? What's weird? What's your take? What's your fast yes, take on AI? Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> it's everything, right? It's crazy. It's yeah, it's, I'm it's, super it's obsessed. It's a little scary. So these are all, these are AI voices that okay. uh, are reading. These are emails that we got um, from oh, our I website. And okay. if you want to leave us an email, if you want us to answer your question on a future episode, just go to kimgravelshow.com and go to the contact us and shoot us a note or leave us a voicemail. Oh, I love it. Okay. All right, ready? Okay. This isn't a really important topic. I think is gonna, I think this topic is really important for a lot of people. Let's listen. Okay. Hi, Kim and Zach. I love you both so much. Every week I get to watch you and it's like you're my good friends. I'm 41 years old and I've been divorced for a couple of years. I have one boy, Stephen, who is 16. Mm. He has been spending a lot of time with his dad, which is fine, and we all get along. But I just feel so lonely. Mm. I work from home and I don't have many hobbies. The closest friends I have all live far away and I don't see them often. I want to know how you put yourself out there. Where should I start? It seems like nobody makes new friends in their 40s. I know it's not too late for me, but it feels that way. Can you help me? Olive from Cleveland. Ugh, Olive, you are you can get out there and make a kajillion of friends, girl. I say this all the time to people, because I'm a girl's girl, so Olive, if you look close to me, girl, you would have a ride or die with me. You have right now, so we'll just keep, we'll just you have that for, with me right now, but um, I know exactly what you mean. It's almost like, when you're a girl and you're like in your 40s or 30s, it's like, it's almost like how you date, because this is the truth. When a woman gets over a certain age, Zach, we ain't studying all these men. I mean, we'll date and we, we know what time it is. When you're in high school and all that, you're like, these guys, I don't need a bunch of girlfriends. You know, you're all boy crazy. When you get about 30, over 30, you're like, bump these men. They're a lot of work. I need my good girlfriends. So Olive, I know what you mean. You do need your tribe. You need your girls. Um, and you can have them. You've got to, mm -hmm. I always say this to people, to have a best friend and to have a girlfriend, you just have to be that friend. And what you, what I mean by that is you're going to have to make the first move. We're so used to, we're so taught that like with our dating, like the guy make the first move, let the guy do this when you're young, that as when we get older, you have to, you're going to have to go up to the girl and say, hey girl, I love your hair. And you're going to have to start, the, how many kids do you have? You're going to have to be the um, chaser. And that's a weird thing for women to understand in their, you know, later years. And it, I know because it happened to me when my, my sons went to this new school, no one talked to me. Not one, there was one woman, Amanda, that came up and talked to me and said, hey, welcome to the school. One woman. One. Not two, not three, not four. Yep. And finally, and, and of course, you know, I could talk to everybody and do talk to everybody, <laughs> but I wanted to see how what the social scene was like at that school. And it's not because the people aren't nice and lovely. They're wonderful. I have many friends at the school now. It's that people just, women in particular, just don't pursue friendships like that. I don't know if they're insecure, they're scared, they're afraid of being, you know, whatever. I don't know. Olive, you've got to make the first move. That's what I say. To have a friend, you got to be a friend, and be, you're going to have to initiate the friendships. So wherever wherever you're at, say if you see someone 
and you like their hair or whatever, be free with your words when it comes to encouraging people and meeting people. Y'all listen to me. People are cheap and chintzy with their words of encouragement. And, they, and they're spendy and gluttony with their words of hate and negativity. Listen to me when I say that. Listen, to, I'm going to say that again. People will freely, with gluttony, and, and just absolute spew out negativity and hatred. But very, people are very cheap and chintzy with words of encouragement. Flip that script. You need to be the complete opposite. All of us need to be the complete opposite of what I just said. You should, you should make it a point every time you go out, find something in someone that is, that is, a, that is an asset, that is a, a something beautiful or something kind to say and say it. Practice that. And Olive, I promise you, you will have more friends. You'll be like, girl, I'm, I, my calendar is full. <laughs> now, let me tell you, your son, of course, is going to be closer to his dad. He's 60. I never hardly see my kids. All they want to do for me is eat and scratch their backs. They want me to cook <laughs> for them and say, Mom, can you scratch my back? That's all, they, that's all I get. <laughs> scratch my back. Because that's just a teenage boy. I love that. And, and this is your opening <laughs> to go find your girls. To have friends, you got to be a friend. And when I mean be a friend, you're going to have to initiate it. Be like Amanda was to me at that school. And she was the only one who reached out, but she reached out. Start. And, and you're like, Kim, I'm an introvert. No, you're not. If you want friends, you're not an introvert. An introvert don't mean you can't talk to people. Yeah. We think an introvert is some wallflower just sitting observer. Uh-uh. Introverts just mean they don't get their energy from other people. That when, when they have to recoup and, and, and revive and renew, they go inward. That don't mean they're not, they're mute and they don't talk to people. So don't, y'all don't give me the excuse that you introvert because you're not when it comes to friendships. Everybody, and I'm telling you something, Olive, when you get those friends, girl, you better call me. We're going to go on a trip. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Step out and do it. Oh, I feel like I've preached today. Everyone's best friend. You're just going to be. But Zach, I'm telling you, when you have girl, I mean, when girls that are best friends, I love my husband and my kids, but honey. When I go on a girl's trip, things that happen on our girl's trip, it is like, I can't explain it. <laughs> Guys don't have that experience. I'm sorry, Zach, but y'all don't. Guys don't talk like girls and don't. When you have it's relationships hard. and friendships with women, dudes are just not that emotional like that. Girls have to have that. It's like therapy. Yeah. And, and, and I tell you, when you get a group of women and a group of girls together, <laughs> We can change, we'll change the whole trajectory of your life (laughs) in a good way. So Olive, I'm believing you're going to do it. Just my first piece of advice is step out, start the conversations and edify and encourage when you do it. Watch and see. And call me back because watch, I mean, email me back because I'm going to tell you something. I'm right. I know. I'm going to go back to my knower. I know. Okay. I love that. Okay. Let's do another one. Um, This is. Someone who has a family problem. Oh. Hi, Kim. I'm struggling with, I have always been there for my narcissistic mother, no matter what she put me through. My siblings have cut her out of their lives. My mother had a very serious surgery, and I had to find her assisted living and pack and move her myself. I was there for her full recovery when no one else was. 
As I was packing, I came across her will. I read it, and I was taken out of the will. It hurt so much I literally bawled. Not because of the money, but because the principle of it all. I continue to be there for her because no one else will. Part of me would love to disown her, but that is not my personality. My question is, how would you handle this? My husband says I should confront her. I really can't bring myself to do that. The only thing I can think of is someone helped her change the will. My siblings all started coming around after the divorce of my parents was over. Ten years ago, she told me she was leaving me and my kids everything because when she went through the divorce with my dad, everyone turned their back on her except my family. Part of me hurts every day that I see her. I know I have to let it go. What would you do? How would you help yourself accept it? Thanks, broken-hearted Joyce. Oh, Joyce. Th- that's a tough one because it, it's, it's not the money, it's the betrayal. Yeah. And I will say, if you can find any, you can't turn your back on her, you can't disown her, because when you disown her, you're going to disown a little piece of yourself, and so you don't want to betray yourself either. Um, but if you can find some sort of um, courage to sit and ask her a few pointed questions, I think, I think you, you will be happier and you will have some kind of answers. You might not get them. And and I just know, and of course, again, I say this, I'm not a counselor, I'm not a psychiatrist, but for me, you're asking me what I would do. I, I would, I'm a very confrontational person. I believe that in my confrontation, I don't mean ugly and hateful and, you know, co- confrontation gets a really bad rap of what that means. And maybe that's not the right word. I'm very, um, um, you know, upfront, you know, and, and I know when to be up front and when not to be up front. You know what I'm saying? I, I, it, you can't just be up front and confrontational for confrontational sake. There has to be a meaning and a why behind it. But you're going to have to put yourself first in this situation a little bit and find some courage if you feel led to and ask her some poignant questions. And maybe don't lead with the will. Lead with the, the, the why. And look, honey, you don't have to tell her what you're doing for her. She knows that. And just ask her, you know, I found the way. I mean, I I would just be upfront. I think that's the best way to go. Because leaving it all on the table, truth-wise, especially at this point in her life, that is what's going to give you both some closure. So, Joyce, what you feel is betrayal. That's what you feel. And when you are betrayed, you might not ever figure out why, but for your mental health and for your feelings, I would personally have to ask. That's a tough one. I have no idea. I'm so it's glad. It's tough, that- but you. But it's it's about Joyce growing. It's not about her mother answering her question. It's about oh. Joyce kind of standing up for herself or being an advocate and having a voice for herself. And like I said, it doesn't have to be mean or hateful. It's just asking a question. Right. That's a really good way to put that. Joyce doesn't want to look like she's, like she, that she cares about the money. Right. And, and don't even preface. If you, if you talk about the will, don't even say, Mom, it's not about the money. No, it's right. about the betrayal. Mm-hmm. You feel betrayed. Right, because it's like she's there for her mom, but her mom's not there for her. 
in a in a way. Well, but you don't know. Like she said, she somebody could have talked her out of changing. Mm-hmm. You don't know. So so you need to know, or is or or at least ask the question. Yeah. And then you've put you've done all you can do. Yeah. But if you don't do that, if you don't do that, you might always you're always going to say, "What if?" Okay. Let's do let's do one more quick one. Okay, Kim. I think we have time okay. for one more. Okay. Hi, Kim. Hey, girl. I just love you. I like hearing that all the time. Love watching you on QVC. I purchase a lot of your clothes and makeup. Okay, the main reason I am messaging you is you are beautiful inside and out. So I was wondering what sort of diet exercise you follow. I am overweight and would just love, love, love to be your size. So was wondering, do you follow a specific diet eating regime and do you hit the gym at any point? I know you stay very busy and that might be your workout running from appointment to appointment. Sorry so long, but I just wish I could get down to your size, and if you were to share your weight or a range, I would appreciate it. I'm at 247 as of yesterday's, weighing in with Weight Watchers down 7. I'm trying. All right. Thanks and hope I hear back from you or your staff soon. I'm in Georgia as well, out in Gwinnett County. Take care and say hey to your pretty sister and mom. Anne. Oh, Anne, I love it. Um, you know what's so funny, Zach? You're hearing this from Anne, and I sit there and look at other people and say, oh, I wish I could be her size. Do you, do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, we're yeah. always wishing for what we're not. Mm-hmm. Um, but Anne, I have been on a new health journey just recently. I do not work out like I should. Um, my my workout regimen is just running from, you know, pillar to post, trying to keep up and survive. But um, I really haven't had any extra energy to work out. I need to do it because I'm stressed. Um, and I stress eat and I love to eat. I love, I'm a sweetsaholic. And um, I just got under 200 pounds two or three weeks ago myself. Um, and I just feel like this last, not last, this season of my life, heading into my 50s, and I'm so busy, I want to be around to enjoy the success. Um, not only of my career, but with my children and, you know, with Travis and my friendships and my mom and dad are in their 70s. So um, I've started this new thing that is, is a, a recent sponsor for our um, podcast called The Factor, and it's so good. And it, it's, it's I, ha- I have no self-control, so if I eat one Oreo, I'm eating the whole sleeve. And so for me, this portion control has been really really helpful for me. Um, they're delicious meals and I can share that information with everybody who wants it, but you go girl, whatever you do, what you're doing Weight Watchers, you, you do it. I can't do Weight Watchers because I can't count and do all that. I, I'm not, I, my mind space is too small with everything else I've got going on. So just being able to pull it out and just fix it is those healthy meals have been good for me. But, um, I'm so, I, I'm honored that you you are like I want to get down to your size I want to and I I appreciate that because I look at other people and feel the same way it just goes to show you we all are just trying to become the best version of ourselves that's what we all really want you know so Anne you keep mm-hmm. keep me posted and you go girl down seven keep going keep doing it each week and we'll we'll do it together how about that all right that's it let's wrap the show up Kim. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that was the quickest show we've ever done. All right, y'all, listen. Make sure you share the Kim Gravel show with everybody. 
Let them know we're anywhere you can hear podcasts. Um, get the book, Collecting Confidence, and start knowing who you are. And then why you're here will just come to you. I promise you. We love you so much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Bye. Because at least they're learning and they're knowing, oh, there's more out there than just, you know, 30628 up. Oh, trying to get my zip code right. 302. <laughs> mm -mm. Is it 302? 30620, Winder, Georgia. I How do you all. not know your zip code? I, I can't remember. <laughs> doing whatever dance you're doing, Kim. I'm doing whatever dance you're doing. <laughs> Kim Grabell's show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative and Mike Kligerman edits the show. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list Again, we can't do this without you, so thank you for listening, and we love you.